I was just listening to a, a, a story that someone sent me. I think it, I actually think that it was Katie, uh, my most recent ex-wife for the listener, uh, who sent me this story about a blind dominatrix woman. Um, that's that, tight. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's hot. And she just used the phrase young blind women. Um, talking about how like normally young blind women are like it's quite quite a vulnerable population, but I was just like it's oh like a God. hot band name or something. Yeah. Young blind women. That's mm. a great band name. Yeah. <laughs> also, like I had never thought about a uh, blind or like visually impaired dom, but like that's so sexy. It, that's like some Jedi shit. It's yeah because so so I mean she had had like a, a little bit of vision when she was born and then it quickly faded to like ten percent and then that like that went away and so and she didn't kind of understand but once she went to school and realized like oh not all kids she thought like adults like you gained vision over time at first and then she uh, realized like oh the other kids don't like they can see um, and then like there was some cruelty and and bullying and she started having fantasies about like tying kids up to trees. Um, when she was really little, but she'd be out of like a revenge fantasy in that, like in the dark, she had the, uh, upper hand. She had the advantage because, um, she was, you, you know, would always needed to know where everything was and how to get around and whatever. And so like sighted people, you know, aren't doing that. And so once like it's dark, the tables have turned. I, at first I hadn't thought about that. Cause you're like, wait, how does that work? Cause the blind, just <laughs> like a, don't do like a pin the tail on the donkey and spin around things. You might not be able to, but then I'm like, oh, okay. So for in the dark, that makes a lot of sense now she has the upper hand because she knows where things are she can like she's better at like being quiet even you know she knows how to like move and and so she could really kind of like fuck with sighted people especially i mean getting tied up in the dark like just Uh her like you know doing like all the good dom things but just like it's she's working with her hands she knows exactly where on your body yeah. like the rope needs to fall and she can feel if it gets kinked or twisted mm-hmm. and like and moves silently about the room so you really don't know where she's coming from you yeah, yeah you and in the dark a sudden just like a bat. things yeah so she got really into it and especially having had these like fantasies as a kid of like these kind of revenge fantasies of tying people to trees of moving around in the dark now as an adult she's able this is like when she feels the best in life and um, she's, she's talked about having a girlfriend. I'm not sure if she's bi or lesbian, but then she's talked about like, I'm, I'm in the middle of a piece, but she's thinking about becoming a pro dom. Um, she's just like so into it. I'm like, hell yeah. Like it's fucking tight. Yeah. There's just something so cool about that. I anyway. love it. I love when I find out a new way that people can be hot and sexy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I was ever like blind people can't be sexy, but it's like, it just, just never occurred heightening to me. The dominant aspect of it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think we do that with a lot of people, right? Where, like, there are a lot of people we just see and, like, don't ascribe sexuality to them. Especially people Mm -hmm. that are, like, impaired visually Mm -hmm. or physically in some way. Like, they have some sort of limitation. We just, we tend to take sexuality away from them instead of looking for the ways that they can do something that we can't. Right. Well, that's what she talked about. That people still kind of see her as, like, you know, like, not sexual or non-dominant. Like, you know, not, just not having it having like the opposite kind of assumptions or expectations about her and her sex life. And so it's this like, it, that's kind of annoying to her, but it's also this really fun way to um, break those uh, yeah. assumptions. And I'm like, yeah, I want to sign up for the like blackout room, blind Dom experience. For real. Also, I'm just thinking about like, what a great thing, like what a great example of that sexuality isn't a choice because like she didn't see dudes she doesn't <laughs> see women but she's dated women and like that's that's not a choice that's just something that's like yeah i love titties i don't even know what they look like but boy just the feel of some titties yeah i mean it does, you don't need to know what they look like to enjoy titties yeah right? that's yeah it's natural <laughs> yeah but again i don't know she might be bi or something but um but i hope she's a lesbian just because just i always do <laughs> But I, yeah, I love the, yeah, just, I want to go to some, um, like sex festival thing that has maybe a focus or a a section that's like all about like ways that people are utilizing their, you know, different abilitiedness, um, you know what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it does, she has like heightened, um, senses and awarenesses in the dark. And so it is that kind of thing where like she has also an advantage in those ways, you know? Yeah. God, I'm such a little bitch though that like at the first session i'd probably be pretty chilled the second session though i would start like my general brattiness might come out uh-huh. a little bit and i'd start testing just like okay she, i know i'm supposed to say perfectly still but i can't see I mean? but she can't see me so as she walks around i might be like 
Well, that could start be, shaking no. real fast and then like get back and do the do the secret signal from Team America and then put my hands back in place real quick uh-huh. and see if I don't get swatted. Yeah, I was gonna say I think that like there might I'm not sure that she has a thing where it's like you need to stay perfectly still. I think if anything, it could be a really fun kind of dynamic of like you can try to move, but my hearing is better than yours, and yeah. so oh, like God, good luck. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the hottest part of it is yeah. like. Oh, you, you can run, but you can't hide. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I would do this in hopes of getting caught. Exactly. I hope I get away with it. But. Right. Yeah. No, you're trying to fuck with me? I, yeah. I mean, just, mm, so, good times. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. So Love what's it. up with you this week? I got a new uh, strap-on harness that I'm really excited about. Uh-oh. It's called the Deuce, from, which is a terrible name from yeah. Spare Parts. Which, <laughs> is this from a culture that doesn't think of deuces as poop? Or? I don't know. No, I mean, it's supposed to be two. Right, like literally. a double... Because it's, yeah, it's a harness built for double penetration. This harness could be marketed so much better, yeah. but it's the only one that I found that has like, that's made for people with dicks. It's okay. targeted towards like men, right? Who have with, like erectile with, dysfunction no, or who want to go with between. Dick. Yeah, I know. I, I was just reading no, the package too. Oh no, it's, yeah. uh, it's for, it's meant for double penetration. Right. Well, they also mentioned on there, or you might have erectile dysfunction or you might just want to go between, you know, your, yeah, while your you're own fucking, dick section. You can like, put the strap on, yeah. on and fuck longer. Yeah. Yeah. They give all those reasons, which are good reasons, but really like the, God damn it, she's whining again. <laughs> the thing that I've like seen most people trying to get it for is like DP or trans women looking for a harness to wear that like doesn't fucking destroy your dick and balls. Because yeah. like I have a really great leather harness that I love and I feel sexy in, but mm-hmm. there's just no good way to like get my like dick and balls situated in that. That's not a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And then like the other brands of like harnesses that are like the, the, like the tomboy brand and have like those like panty style ones that are like, uh, they're like spandex, right? And so they're tight on you, but they don't have the straps, right? They look like underwear and you can also yeah. wear a lot of them as underwear. Mm-hmm. The problem with that though, is that, either both my dick and balls got to be like pressed down between my legs mm-hmm. and like that bottom area, like where like the vagina would be or where my dick and balls would be put, isn't big enough to hold my dick and balls. Yeah. Like, I don't have a giant set of dick and balls, but I have a sizable you enough. You need some like, room. Yeah. Yeah. I need not... some wiggle room. And then also like, I also see all these fucking dumb, I hate, 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 hate all of the how to have sex with trans women articles that I've seen written because <laughs> none of them get it right. Um, and, and the advice that, that people give trans women often is fucking stupid and not pragmatic about how to fuck people like uh-huh. with strap ons. They're like, you know, you can, you know, flip your dick and balls down that you say your bits, but they mean dick and balls uh. down, or you can, you know, take your balls and push them back up inside you like you do when you're tucking yeah. flip the dick down. But here's the problem with that is like your inguinal canals sit right on top of that pubic mound that the dildo sits on top of that you need. That's yeah. where you need the most pressure. Yeah, so you can't fuck gonna... somebody as hard right. if your balls are the ones bracing it because then you're just like yeah Yeah. unless you're into some cbt that way right like which cool but but yeah it's gonna stop you from being as this this looks like the one viable solution for uh so this is something where you're gonna put your dick through it as well as have no uh, i'm not or you just no i'm just i'm not even gonna use the double penetration part it's just the only one i can find yeah that has like a pouch for my dick to just kind of like sit there and like Get so this has the option of, of either putting your dick through a hole yeah. or or having a pouch and then... Yeah, yeah. Okay. and then there's another like hole for a strap-on. Technically, I could, could just use two dildos and still leave my dick down, right? Uh-huh. But... Yeah, oh yeah, two dildos. It's so... This Maybe is so silly though. It's like... It's like comfortable enough for all day wear. It's like no one's wearing this all day. But one it's of the comfortable panty, enough. One it. of the panty ones. Sure, I don't believe that either. There's fucking buckles on this thing. Like... <laughs> 
that does not look like a comfortable, comfortable all enough day for all day wear. wear if you're kind of like having one of those masochistic things where you like being a little uncomfortable all yeah, day. Yeah, or you just want to know that you're wearing something yeah. sexual under your clothes that no one knows comfortable about. Comfortable enough to be a little bit uncomfortable all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but if that gets you going. Yeah. So that's new. That's tight. I'm getting that. I'm excited about that because I really like using a strap on. It's just I'm now on the hunt for like, how do I do this in the most comfortable way possible? Because like, here's the thing. It, it, I'm really sacrificing sexiness for function at this point. Because right. like the leather one's hot. I have like a nice oh. ass like brown leather with like gold brass uh, like adornments on it. Mm-hmm. And like it makes me feel like fucking sexy. This mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to make me feel I super sexy. I think that sexy. looks cute. I don't know. That's a very like, yeah, mask yeah, it, strap it looks on. like a gay dude. Of course, it appeals to me. Yeah, Mike would wear, even though. Yeah, I guess you can be gay and do DP because boys have hungry buttholes too. Yeah, but, you gotta you know. squish them up in there from the two angles, yeah. and yeah, I don't know how well. That's something I've always wanted to try, and will probably try and wrangle someone into before I do bottom surgery. Is like I would like to have my dick in somebody at the same time as somebody else. Preferably mean, in the same hole. You mean you mean you and another in another dick haver to get not a dildo but like two dicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to feel somebody else's dick, dick in someone's like yeah, asshole or pussy and just like chop it off. Yeah, it's like I need to go down the list of like what are the dick experiences? Dick experience? <laughs> yeah. Have I not had that I think I'm kind of into? Yeah, make a dick bucket list. I've never like properly DP'd anybody. You know, yeah. that needs to happen. Exactly. So. Good, good, good. <laughs> make your list. Make your list. I don't know what else would be on there. Eat, pray, DP. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yeah. What is there much else to do with your dick that you haven't done? Besides I mean, I mean, DP? I've never done sounding, but I have no interest oh, in God. that. I don't really want to. And I can still do that post bottom surgery because it's just urethral sounding, right? I don't even like. Okay. <laughs> wait. So wait. You're saying after they turn your dick inside out into a vagina, you could still like. Yeah, you could you could do sounding now, right? Like vaginal sounding through my urethra. That's what sounding is—is is putting it up your urethra. Yeah, but it feels like the uh, penis urethras are like a little bigger than no. no. I, well, then no, I'm not I even. Mean, what are these people doing? It's that like, is not okay. Both are fairly popular. I mean, there oh, are lots of I videos. Can't, so. I'm just what? Uh, maybe I should watch a bit. I'm curious about yeah, like you have fun with that. I've 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 done my duty doing homework I there, and I'm not. Wanna, I want to try to watch it and see if I can even make it. Not about it. See I mean, if I can make it longer than I watched Jersey Shore, though. <laughs> Which one is more painful? Um, let's see. I haven't done sounding. I pierced my dick. I did that myself. So check that off the list. Pierce your own dick. How big? What do you do? You get, what is the size of a sounding rod? Then they change in size, like how buttholes go from small to big, or uh, not buttholes, butt plugs <laughs> go from small okay, to big. Yeah, they go from tiniest... like they go from like you know smallish like probably like the size of like a the g string on that bass maybe like the smallest string i think maybe something like that all the way up to like definitely that seems as thick, way too big definitely as thick or thicker no, no, than like no. the top string on a bass right? i'm thinking like the 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 like the size of kind of like a 0.5 millimeter you know, I'm thinking about like lead and a mechanical pencil. I think that'd be more dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. But I'm like, me, I would slip it in the tiniest bit and take it just to be like, okay, something. Ah, I can't I, even I think, think you, about it. With something that small, I think you run the risk of breaking off or. Well, not just breaking off, but so. but of like lead. puncturing like the urethral wall because it's so it's probably super oh. delicate. Like the you kind of want something a little thicker so it can't just pierce it, right? <sighs> Can you imagine having like a tiny metal like piano wire essentially being shoved into the uh, side of your urethral wall? I, I, none of this sounds good to imagine. Yeah, that sounds horrible. That Sizzle. sounds worse. Yeah, let's I would rather do list. like the size of the bass string and just like get like a little bit in there. Because like I know people who have had Q-tips shoved in their dick to like get STD testing in the yeah, past. Yeah. So like, you know. I got to look at my urethral hole later because I'm like, I don't think that, that I don't. What, how much? What? How big is this thing? I don't know. It's probably bigger than you imagine. I guess. I don't know. Look at that. I can't think of many other dick things I've uh, not done. You ever had it I've never tied done, up or whatever? That kind of I've done torture a little, stuff? I've never done t- proper torture just because I'm not into that. But I yeah. have had like some light like dick bondage done. Yeah. And then I've had my dick like hit and slapped before. And like, you know, with different like impact tools. Ever my balls are fun no of it. I know some people like you know like I haven't 
Maybe but I'm should. not into degradation, yeah, degradation in all. general. Huh. Not really. I mean, like, I really have to get worked into a place like that. Like, I really get off. I don't really get off on being mean to people or being, being mean to. Yeah, or being mean to. I like, I like doing fucking vile shit, but I like being praised for being good for doing mm, it, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like to for someone to be mean to me or to like really degrade me in my dick, like it would have to be like a whole scene that you would have to really work me into that space to where like I'm enjoying just being degraded. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I guess I've never really like like I could been be degraded, degraded in a gangbang. Like if a bunch of people were like gangbanging me and like I was just dick after dick and they're like this fucking slut, this like dumb bitch. Look at her, she's just a fucking hole. Yeah, like, I think there's a her difference. Fucking dumb, useless cock. Like I could get into that, people, but yeah. like I don't think I could get into one person just being like, "You're dumb dick." Your dick like, is ugly. Yeah, <laughs> some like, people really like that. Your dick is small and ugly, <laughs> useless. Um. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't think that like the degradation based on like the, like the appearance or nature of my genitals would be interesting to me. Like being told that I was bad, um, you know, like that probably could work just because my childhood, you know, I imagine. Um. But yeah, I don't have anything related to like. Please tell me my genitals are weird. Yeah, I've I mean, always gotten a lot of compliments. <laughs> I'd like to keep that going. If anything, so same. <laughs> yeah. You have a really pretty dick. Oh yeah. my god, thank you. Yeah, pretty, gets used, beautiful, perfect, you know, ideal. I like those better than ugly or there's, size. I have wondered, like, you know how sometimes, like, there's that old cliche of, like, oh, you just say that to everybody, right? Oh, you just tell no. everybody that, right? But it's like, part of me is like, because I, I have been told that, not only that I have, like, a really good dick, like, a really, like, well-sized pretty dick right it's not too big yeah it's not tiny it's not it's just it's just a smidge on the other side of medium Mm -hmm. right but i've had like a lot of people i fucked be like wow your your dick's just like kind of really well shaped like i've never had somebody just kind of like fit inside me like that before Mm -hmm. right like i feel like i have like the skeleton key of dicks that just like fits inside (laughs) everybody just right like they're not really having to work too hard to accommodate it but they're not disappointed in what they i don't know but part of me is like do i really just have a super nice dick and does that bode well for my future vagina where it's just like damn dog is that gonna translate yeah is that just like in my genetics (laughs) yeah or it's like my body is just gonna like look Build whatever you want to build. We're going to do some modifications ourselves. <laughs> the doctor's going to come back, you know, like <clears throat> a few months later to like look at him like, this isn't the vagina I made. <laughs> Who did this? Uh, I just, someone sent me this article about how there are only 15 lesbian bars left. Um, in the whole country and, but they do have a list. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, cause some of them, you know, have been hit by the, the pandemic and so it's just like, it's all winnowed down to like, do, 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 do. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, the girl and I have decided that as part of our van life thing, we're going to try to go to all of these yeah. lesbian bars. So that'll be fun. And actually one of them is in Houston, Texas, uh, the Pearl bar. And then one of them is in Dallas, Sue Ellen's, which I have been to, but I've never been to Pearl bar anyway. So I'm going to try to, uh, yeah, go to all of these, a league of her own in Washington, DC, blush and blue in Denver, cubby hole, New York, been there. Henrietta Hudson in New York, been there. Hertz in Mobile, Alabama. Ginger's in Brooklyn, been there. Gossip Grill, San Diego. We can go there soon. Lipstick Lounge, Nashville, never been there. My Sister's Room, Atlanta. Uh, Slammers, Columbus. Toasted Walnut in Philadelphia. (laughs) Okay, is that a buzzy or what? I don't know. Walker's Pint in Milwaukee. And Wild Rose, I have been there in Seattle. So sad it is sad but i mean here's what i think is happening this is my just armchair take on the whole lgbtq bar scene Mm -hmm. is that um lesbian bars are disappearing but like quote queer bars are growing yeah because just numbers wise we don't have enough people to sustain the business of them as like rent prices increase and like overhead increases you can't just be like we're just a lesbian bar the only people who can do that are gay men because they have been like uh out and organized group for so long Well, they go out a lot they spend a lot more money yeah and so like but and also and part of me is just like 
and the systems that exist kind of privilege them a little like you know yeah, it's just like it's totally women don't like, have as much money as men and um also lesbians will settle down and stop going out i mean it's a lot that happens well um but and, and also it's just like you know bachelorette parties don't go crash lesbian bars which they should if yeah, they knew what was, was good for them <laughs> right duh um yeah that's way more fun than if you haven't done lesbian stuff yet or enough or whatever like way more fun on your wedding night just anyway or your but like but i think like if you looked like new queer bars that have opened right or like yeah or those bars that have always been a queer bar but have never really like made it official or finally like oh we're at a place where we can finally put some rainbow shit outside and it's not just kind of known that this is where the queers hang out yeah. or well, like, what you have to do like cubbyhole they put on this list right but cubbyhole for a long time has been essentially a like it, on Tuesday nights, it's lesbian night, but otherwise, and that's like kind of an explicit thing or just, I don't even know if there's a website or anything, but it's just kind of, you know, everyone knows that, but then, and the other nights of the week might have some themes, but it's just become like maybe one or two nights are like gay dude nights. And some of it is like, just people come and they know, everyone knows that it's a gay bar. And so usually you're not going to get the kind of douchebag, even if you have cis straight white guys showing up, right. You, they still kind of like, they're there for fun to be at a gay bar and they're not sure what the, you know what I mean? But it's like, everyone knows that it's that, but nowhere can really sustain more than kind of like one night a week. And in Boston, we didn't even have lesbian bars and you think there still aren't any, but we had like second Saturdays at the machine where lesbian night fourth Fridays at Milky way are lesbian night. There's some other, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's what you have to do. And I think you can still call it a lesbian bar. It's fun. Like we all want to think of the cuppy hole as a lesbian bar, even though it's like, well, it's a lesbian bar, like one and a half nights a week. Um, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been there, but you know, it's like Tuesdays and Sunday, you know, you can kind of somewhat rely, although, you know, Sundays are going to be a little bit slower, but Tuesdays, um, and that's all we can. And so instead of it, yeah. And then like the place in Houston, I was looking at it and it's like, okay, so like pretty much every night of the week that they're open, they have some event and it's like drag and bingo. There's, you know, Tuesdays and uh, taco Tuesday, bingo, whatever. And then there's, um, Oh, Fem Fridays, but they call it Fem Fridays. And just like we're calling it a lesbian bar, and it's not exactly a lesbian bar, all these places you call it Fem Fridays, but it's like, but all lesbians, you know, welcome to all girls who love girls. Yeah. And so, and so that way we understand there is a theme because it's like, and it excites us all because we're like, we hope them show up and we want the, you know, we want it to lean that way. Everyone's self-policed just enough for this. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to be a non-fem, at least bring a fem or two with you, you know, all that. It, but that's what we have to do. And I think we just need to think creatively. If you do want to have a lesbian bar, like let's, you know, have these theme nights, have this stuff and, and just get the, get the kind of timing right. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the other thing is that like, I don't think you can really have exclusive kind of bars as just an entity as much anymore. So like yeah. when you think of like, you know, like a quote gay club, it's not just gay dudes there. Like yeah. anytime you go, you know, it's, it's just kind of all sure in the right parts of Germany and stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, there's some lesbians there. There's some like, yeah. you know, some non-binary people hanging out. There's some trans people somewhere. There's some this and then that sprinkled in. Right. It's yeah. rare that like, at least, yeah. you know, you go and find just like a, all gay gay bar but the other thing even though that might be predominantly who's there but the other thing is like you know on this list it's like a lot of small towns don't have like there's like is it a lesbian bar i don't know you could probably there's probably there's only like, 12 of us in town and this is the one bar we all hang out at there's so like, like a, usually it's more like a coffee shop in the town where they're like yeah it's there's a, les a lesbians own it so it just kind of is a thought of as a lesbian place and or, one night a month they have a little get together or like so that's you know the towns yeah, yeah or, but the fact that like other people go there or it's just called the gay club and that's where everybody hangs out with, you know that's the gay bar yeah. not gays in cis gay male but just gays and the gays yeah. like in a very kind of like early 2000s since right. right i think that's why the list is shrinking though is because like the places that are just trying to be like we are a lesbian bar yeah you, you can't make you it can't that. and that's what i'm saying yeah it's like don't th you can think of yourself as a lesbian bar and it's fun and even for your marketing you can even call yeah. it that but you just have to have like these different theme nights where it, ma it makes it clear that you're being inclusive of other people but then if you corral off the like lesbian specific thing to maybe one night a week maybe two a month it depends on the situation maybe two nights a week or something yeah but then you can make it that way 
That way it keeps its identity as a lesbian bar and everyone anchors it toward that. And even lesbian who's coming into town, who, you know, whether it's a Wednesday or Friday, whatever, if they Google map lesbian bar, you think can come up and they can look and realize it is pretty. And then you're going to have a decent amount of lesbians showing up there yeah. uh, regularly, just like Cubbyhole. But I'm just saying like, be like Cubbyhole, be like the, these Pearl Bar, you or know. Who, who does a really good job of that from the other direction is like the Iron Bear. Mm-hmm. The Iron Bear did a great job of being a bear in bar Austin, that yeah, like people. yeah but that like everybody kind of went to everybody went to but they definitely still ca- stayed true to like we have our bear nights we have and there's the, leather downstairs yeah. so it feels that you know yeah and exactly you can decorate your bar in a lesbian way and that's going to be the decoration every night night of the week you know so it can be a lesbian bar but you just can't get overly ambitious about like every night is lesbian night you know it's just going to have to be once yeah. a weekish or whatever and then um yeah just have theme nights and stuff but yeah like i want there to be a revitalization like wouldn't we all be happier if there were a lot of lesbian bars yeah we just need you know the to right kind of business people this capital a yeah bit. yeah some young ambitious people but we'll go i'm gonna we're gonna go around to all the lesbian bars and like figure out what they're doing right and yeah report back Um, the, they have an article, uh, an entry for gender fluid, which I've never seen this one flag on the left where it's like, um, this sort of like double infinity or, or, you know, like 150% infinity. What would oh, you call that? You know, I've like three, I don't I, maybe I've just never noticed it, but that's kind of cute. The blue to purple to pink gradient. I mean, I like it more than the blocked flag. Also kind of looks like anal beads or. Yeah. Uh, all right. Gender fluid is a gender identity which refers to a gender which varies over time. A gender fluid person's identity may change constantly, so it's always best to ask what they are in that moment. <laughs> it's always best to ask. Always. <laughs> just keep asking. Just like you need to ask for consent every 60 seconds, ask for that gender because if you're going to use their pronouns, and, or just every time you're going to use their pronouns, just ask again each time hey, in case it's feeling? changed. Yeah. Every time you pass the blunt, you need to recheck. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Hey, uh, what are you feeling? Hey, where are you at? Yeah. Hey, you doing really? okay? So you know how to treat them. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, how will you know? How you know how to how to treat them? It's just it. It's just the right thing to do. It's just guys. Right, yeah. <laughs> you wear a mask when you're in public, and you need to check what a gender fluid person's gender is. Every it, time you're every going to seconds. either refer to them via pronoun using pronouns and or treat them in any way that you might gender. Yeah. So every single time. Yeah. You you need to know whether to be attracted to them potentially, unless you're bi, you know, you, <laughs> and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to get it wrong. You don't want to be gay. You don't want to disrespect them or whatever. So you need to ask, um, just like you need to pray always <laughs> ask always. Okay. For instance, you wake up a girl, then suddenly you feel like a boy, except it changes between all the gender identities. I'm just going to read it like it's for children. <laughs> this may change dramatically and rapidly, depends on the person. Okay, these are always written wrong. A common way of gender change is in response to different circumstances. Gender fluid people may also identify as multigender, non-binary, and or transgender. Gender fluid people may feel more comfortable using gender neutral pronouns and have an androgynous gender expression. Gender fluid people who feel that the strength of their gender, you know, all these are apostrophe or uh, parentheses s of their genders changes over time or that they are sometimes a gender demigender and a full gender identity may i and a full gender may identify as gender flux whatever uh i think we all know what gender fluid means at this point i think but it's always i think they're ruining the fucking name of gender fluids yeah how dare you denigrate our podcast name like that oh good point um and it's not always better to ask what they are in that moment i mean this just you know this harkens back to this you know article i put on medium recently about why i don't really want you to ask for my pronouns or whatever um or why i don't state them but this is like it's taking it to that ridiculous extreme of like you should always ask in that moment like you guys are sat uh, satirizing yourself at this yeah. point i mean it, it 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 shows why you shouldn't even always ask for pronouns in general much less it reminds me of that uh <laughs> it's like a it's like a screenshot of a tweet you know and that's been memed dozens and dozens and hundreds of times but it's just like you know it's got the little asterisks denotating like uh action right and it's mm-hmm. like takes dick out of mouth and it's like what are your pronouns again yeah exactly <laughs> exactly right it's like you can just 
Just save that. Yeah. Swallow their cum first. Exactly. But we need, well, you need, I need to know what to like gargly say. Yeah. Oh, I man. guess if you're in the middle of that and you oh. want to be like, oh, you're such a good and you're like, are you feeling like a boy or a girl? Yeah. Oh, oh you're such a good girl. Maybe. Oh, I'm like, so sorry. How about, yeah. Yeah, dom. cock slap me. Cock slap me through gender fluid cock for being yeah, bad. Yeah. We have a dom who's being bratted who's like not getting the, oh, my gender actually changed and you didn't ask. Yeah. Whatever. It's like a Simon says kind of. <laughs> <laughs> You forgot to ask my gender. Yes, master. Oh, there you did it again. I'm going to throat fuck you now. <laughs> ask they, me my gender around my cock down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's a good one. Gender fluid dom. <laughs> okay. Gender fay. Can we can we add our own pocket gender that is we gender should. fluids? It's, yeah. <laughs> Where you identify with any fluidity of gender, including piss, vomit, <laughs> <laughs> tears. It's going to get moved to the satirical one and we're going to have to petition. Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. If the, uh, other people can identify as flowers, we can identify based on pee and poop. Thank you. Yeah. Pee, poop, and blood. <laughs> what what it's really going to come down to is our listeners mm. to support us. support us and our new gender. Because people always mistake us for like... They're like, oh, it's called gender fluids because there's two of you. And it's like, no. Oh, I didn't even know people thought that. Yeah. People think it's like about oh, the identity. The more than one gender And they fluid. don't get that it's all about I mean, about yeah, I like, guess like, yeah, some people don't get it. Um, yeah. Well, I think it should just be something like where your gender is a little complicated, but you're cool about it. That's what gender fluids means. You know what I mean? We we don't need this whole rigmarole of, but you might be a flux and you might identify as trans or non-binary and sometimes it changes and it might be all or none or, you know, some kind of metaphysical situation that you don't even understand. It's just like, yeah, yeah, gender's kind of complicated and, and messy. But it's you're, cool, I, about but you're it. cool about it. Your fluids. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we don't need a flag. Uh, I think like, you know, last time we were talking about JFK um, getting uh, fucked in the ass probably and like yeah. just from, but from women probably as opposed to like how people in his men in his time and and to some extent, like not very recently, it was like they would do gay stuff in these fraternities, whether it's Golden Bones or just like a lot of, you know, like kind of higher end secret society type stuff where um, the dudes are all getting they, they all do gay stuff so that they have like a mutually assured destruction on each other uh, in the future for political things they can all blackmail each other so it's like this kind of um circle that they have of of trust that they can't betray each other you know what i mean they used to use gay stuff for that right? yeah so i'm like it's you know the fucked up thing is the the now that we have normalized gay stuff and made it okay with everyone they can't really just use gay stuff anymore to do that so now they fuck kids yeah yeah but that's because of gay marriage <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to leave it where it was wrong with the, all the churches. We didn't have all the rights, but we could just kind of like, you know what I mean? We should have left it there. We should have left it at civil unions or something. Gay, gay people never were fucking kids, but gay people might be responsible for a lot of kids you, getting yes, fucked. Yes, because we should have just left that where, where the line is for social order, where gay stuff is a little bit taboo and hot, even hotter because of it. But we leave gay stuff a little bit taboo. And that way they don't resort to fucking kids in order to blackmail each other. This is where the liberals have gone too far. We got to backpedal it. Thank God for these Catholics on the court because we need to get smooch it back. If, return, if, if Obergefell gets overturned, they yes. think the pedophile cases are going to drop. The ke- yes, pedophilia will drop. I, think, I, I don't. I think, I think it's just, they're like, the hook's in. The hook's you know? in. Now they're addicted. No, no. It, can't, it might not drop, but uh, gay sex would get like kinkier again. It would just be inherently hotter again. And we would get, we'd have like be edgier in the culture and I mean, whatnot. So I don't know. I still feel pretty edgy in the culture. And also like my sex has only gotten hotter like i'm just not worried about somebody in a truck discovering me fucking on a dirt road and beating the shit out of me yeah well everybody anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh i was reading reading lolita in tehran um and something that came up and i so i guess this is in some islamic text somewhere that um you're not allowed to eat the chicken that you fuck just for starters like so let's say you fuck a chicken um you can't eat it this sounds no no no. and but neither can your uh wife or kids but you didn't look into this at all 
You want me to look it up? Yes. This was in the book. Okay. Look, I'm not saying that it's not in the book. I mean, this might be in Lolita and Tehran, but I'm just saying like in the Quran. I don't know. I don't know. If that's if it, it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the Quran or like I'm saying if it's I like mean, some. Part of me wants to believe it because like I've read the Bible several times and there's, there's some fucking wild shit, shit in totally. there. It's like, but, but this also sounds like something that's like it, it, it could either be very real or like somebody very racist. But again, this is in <laughs> reading Lolita and Tehran. Like this woman is, you know, telling, you know, story from her life and whatever. But what's interesting is, and I haven't even finished the thing, but so you, in The Righteous Mind, Jonathan Haidt's book, you know, he talks about a lot of these things where like we have these taboo violations and he'll present it to, especially when he's presenting it to like um, just college students, you know, how they find people for their studies at universities, the college student people. And um, they'll, they say, hey, like, okay, like this dude uh, fucks a chicken and then he you know sanitizes or whatever and cooks it and eats it is that like morally okay and a lot of people will say no it's not morally okay but if you press them on him they can't really come up with answers they'll try to but it's not really uh and then you know some people will will just eventually be like i guess it's not really morally wrong to fuck the chicken he uses that as one of his stories he uses one about um incest taboos when you try to make it just as safe as possible you know and these things where He's talking about how people in the West just like don't really have a way. We have an intuition that these things are wrong in it, or at least bad and gross, but we can't really explain why it's really a problem. Anyway, but it's just so it's just interesting to me that in, that other cultures might have this kind of thing because it's like specifically if you fuck a chicken, you can't eat it. Your wife and kids can't eat it. And people two doors down from you on either side cannot eat the chicken, but anyone else can eat that chicken. So like... Which cool. is great because you're not wasting chicken like in our culture where yeah. apparently we need to throw away some chicken, but it's just like <laughs> this awesome thing where you can like, you know, fuck your chickens and then sell them. And anyway, it's making me think of like a sexual fetish of for people who want people to eat they, the food that they eat something that they fucked, whether a chicken or a pie or like for the, some of us like a zucchini that we fucked ourselves with or whatever. Taking this as true, that would be hilarious. Like being like somebody who's like, Oh, everybody can't, you know, let's, can't wait to break our fast from Ramadan <laughs> later and everybody can come over. Like I'll, I've got a bunch of food cooked and everyone comes over to like break their fast and like, you're just sitting in the corner smiling like, I fucked You've got, everything. You fucked, I fucked everything. <laughs> I fucking, this is all I put infused. My, I put my dick in every animal that's here and then I put my dick in every dish. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fine because all of you live two houses down or more. <laughs> Except for you, you Charles. You're fucked. You're going, yeah, you're going to hell. <laughs> One house over. Someone's just like, you know, like each piece of like, you know, cantaloupe that gets cut. They just like rub it on the outside of their pussy and like put it in like a thing. All right, kids, come get your cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably. Mommy, this tastes so good. There's probably Why is the cantaloupe so sweet? Crazy perfect. Well, it's just like, you know, I have these jokes that I've been telling on stage forever about fucking myself with a zucchini and then, you know, utilizing it for zucchini bread later. And yeah, yeah. Making cucumber salsa. and we, You know what I mean? Like I've been joking about this. And people joke a little bit about um fucking themselves with produce whenever yeah, but, but there's not a, enough about people eating it there's a difference between i mean I, yeah the eating is for sure but there's a difference between fucking a chicken and fucking yourself with a zucchini right like what's the difference one's well, alive I mean, oh not necessarily we didn't say live chicken but i guess i guess presumably yeah. are you supposed to fuck it before i think or after? that's probably what the <laughs> If this is a law, again, if, big if, because I, I did a quick I wonder if there's Google, a difference in the it. law between whether the chicken was alive or not. Is I it mean, worse to fuck a dead chicken or a live chicken? It's worse to fuck one that's alive. I know, but in some like versions of morality, the deadness would be grosser and more disgusting and dangerous for you. You know what I mean? So that like you'd be degrading yourself more if it was dead than alive. I wonder. Like debasing yourself yeah. by fucking a dead animal. Because your debasement matters more than that chicken's pain in a lot for a lot of gods. I mean, see, you know? <laughs> in my world, it's like, you know. As a utilitarian, we don't want the chicken to have to suffer. What, unless it's enjoying it. But I don't think they're, they're not meant for penises. No, I'm just like, I mean, an egg does come out of that oh, hole, finger. so it stretches. How about just a finger fuck? Finger fucking a chicken? Yeah. Can you still serve that to your neighbors and children? Because <laughs> yeah. they, they center it, I think in the text, they Again. center it. They assume it's a man because they're like, neither can your wife or kids. But they don't really address lesbian chicken fucking, fucking you know, <laughs> like they, what if I, yeah. But that's the thing is like, uh, yeah. What if I please the animal? What if I just lick its butthole? Lick, lick what its... if I let it lay an egg into my mouth? 
<laughs> is that even sex? Is that That's the real question. Is letting a chicken <laughs> plop one of its eggs into your mouth sex? <laughs> what came first, the law about chicken sex or a chicken someone laying an egg into someone's mouth? <laughs> someone hadn't toyed with a line right after. They were like, it. we didn't think we had to write this down, y'all, <laughs> but... Please it, don't. If that's a law, that's how it started. They were like, all right, look, we fucking, we didn't think that this was going to have to be a thing, but because Carl over here <laughs> couldn't not fuck his chicken and serve it to his family later. Yeah. Don't fuck chickens. And two houses down, nobody around you. Someone came th- to, someone came to the, mar- you know, to the, to the judge one day and was like, um, my husband fucked this chicken <laughs> and then served it for dinner. And we were just wondering if that's cool with a law. And the judge was like, you know what? No, you can't. F- and no one like within two That's houses of you can fuck. The- but don't waste the chicken. Halal. Yeah. But like, yeah, just take it and sell it to people farther away. <laughs> That's just so great that that was what some dude's, <laughs> uh, you know, answer to this problem was. Like, here's what I here's what this probably is in my mind. Like what we're talking about is probably like a moment or a parable or like a little paragraph that like through like translation and interpretation <laughs> over the years doesn't mean fuck a chicken. And, but like, that's like an interpretation of it that got used in this book, right? And then oh, the, who knows? But like, it can't be like, yo, don't put your dick in a chicken. I, well, if I don't know. If it is, I love it. It feels so a little much. bit like, you know, when couples who are like somewhat open, but they have a rule where it's like, you can fuck people, but only in other towns. Like, I can't have anyone know about it. I don't want to <laughs> know about it. That's what this feels like to me. It's like, look. It just like don't let anyone too close to the situation eat that chicken because then if you are having people over for dinner or if something, if you get found out, then if you it's get a found thing out that your neighbor, but if they're two houses down, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of the feeling to me is like there's a there's an openness in this culture toward eating chickens that have been fucked, but you just don't want to know that it happened. Yeah. You don't want to know the guy who did it. You can know like look if some dude like put cement based internally infused based yeah. in chicken with my this day. then at least, beer can it, at least I don't want it to be someone I yeah, exactly instead of beer cans <laughs> jizzed up jizzed, jizzed up, up chicken. chicken that's a great come like, on down chicken. to <laughs> even Ariel's Chicken Emporium with their famous <laughs> jizzed up, up chicken it's gonna call the whole thing jizzed up get chicken. our hot Nashville jizzed, jizzed up, up chicken <laughs> our, our sweet and savory southern jizzed up chicken oh god um, we only use trans girls who just have that sweet pre-cum don't worry it's not gay um, our honey butter <laughs> trans girl pre-cum honey drizzle butter. biscuit <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> and for breakfast <laughs> yeah we have different se- different sections of the menu for people who want uh, girl jizz and guy jizz trans girl jizz trans yeah. guy jizz it's like there's a whole and if you're breakdown a re- and if you're a real kinky fucker you have to pay extra for tra- trans man jizz we have like our own we're, we're, we're pretty you know like sustainable or whatever so we have our own chicken processing plant in the back for the real kinky like snuff film shit so like oh, if yeah. you want to like watch people jizz up the chickens yeah, well, if yeah. you want to watch their, you know, throats get slicks, they're all like hanging by oh, their yeah, legs, right? It's like the razor blades just like slicing the throat, right? And then maybe they... we slice their throats while they're getting just. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it just doesn't taste. Yeah, that's the halal it way, taste isn't as it? Good, right? I think halal has strict things, and you do no, have to like slit their throats and stuff. Yeah, and, but like... you can't. Uh, no animal can like see another animal be killed. You have to kill them one at a time. Well, I didn't. You mean as a human account as another animal? I'm just talking no, about I'm fucking saying, them while you yeah. No, I'm just saying like the and like and then the halal rules, right? Doing. Yeah, you, they. I was when I was trying to find this thing. I was reading about part of it, and it was like in the slaughterhouse. It's like uh-huh. it, an animal is not supposed to see another animal like get killed. Well, that's okay. I'm just saying, can we not? Oh, you, it, it, can we not have a human watch the animal get fucked oh, while yeah. we slit its throat? We're not being that. I thought you were asking if we can make this halal somehow, and I'm like, not in the least. No. Oh no, our whole um, place. No, yeah. just the killing part could be halal. No, I, feel like, like. I like it being in mass, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, unless you want to pay, because unless you, the patron or the customer, wants to pay for a private room mm-hmm. and have the chicken, like, you know, brought in, and like yeah. they get to sit there and, like, behind imagining. a little mirror and like get to we don't watch have it. have all the chickens all be in one room. Why? I think we should have like a more public tour through just like a normal slaughterhouse because that's going to get more people in so far as a tourist attraction and opens up the back of our operation. You if you want to pay for a private session, of so, course we'll take more money but for we're, that. So I'm imagining now that we're, I don't know if I understand you right, but I'm imagining that we're in a barn with a hundred chickens and there's know. one, 
and there, but hold on, there's one dude on like a stage or something, <laughs> and he just brings one chicken out. There's like a sex show kind of where you know people come in like in Amsterdam or something, and you come in and they're watching, and he just like fucks a chicken, and then while he comes, slits its throat, and then we send that one into the fryer. But so all the other chickens, to whatever extent their little brains are doing anything, <laughs> are like, uh, oh man, that doesn't seem is good. That- <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, dominating the earth. Wow. It's Anybody else watching this? Incredible. <laughs> Chicken run oh, three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make the Disney movie where the chickens, anthropomorphic chickens escape from uh, this reality. <laughs> the Finding Nemo where they're <laughs> getting out of the chicken snuff <laughs> taco truck. That's hilarious. <laughs> Now, here's what I was imagining in my head. It's like a like a Torchy's Tacos type place uh-huh. or like a Lucy's Fried Chicken type okay. place. But attached to the Lucy's back of it fried, is like... Chicken. Yeah. Okay. It's like a giant, like, industrial-sized, like, chicken, like, slaughterhouse, right? Uh-huh. We're raising thousands of chickens and killing them and serving them each day. We're a big operation. And, uh-huh. like, people, like, how you can walk through some restaurants and we'll have, like, you know an open kitchen if you want to go on the tour you can go in the back and like you know you walk down a little gangplank through like the like tour and there's like a plexiglass or glass like you know wall separating you from like the chickens on the other side as you walk down this gameplay and you just see you know all these like dead chickens like some alive and then you can watch the throats be slit and then they get boiled and the feathers fall off and you can watch them go and then be like we have our, you know, jizzers. You can go pick which section you oh, want. Oh, you're, just, you watch you're just watching them be dead and processed? Yeah, and then you fucked. Don't, oh, when, and, so they're getting fucked after they die in this scenario now. Or before, either one. I th- Yeah, maybe that's part of the different menu sections, too. Do you yeah. want it pre-fucked, post-fucked, right. or mid-fucked? Yeah. Because yeah. it definitely will have yeah. like... Because maybe a different flavor if you... Because they do have to get boiled to have the feathers be taken off. Like that's yeah. how they like defeather them. And yeah. so like if you fuck them beforehand and then they get boiled and gutted, I feel like the juices of the cum are going to come out. So they might need to Yeah, be, we like, actually might need to marinate the chickens for a while before... That's our... That's our like, you know, you have to like go online and order that type shit. Like, yeah, there's you can't just come order. in and get that ready made. You got a special like, order that. That's like the people lining up at Franklin's Barbecue at eight a.m. Yeah, there's a separate line outside for if you want our world famous jizz marinated chicken. Yeah, seventy two day <laughs> aged. Oh, <laughs> uh, aged in our own juices. I we can. <laughs> We well, we also need the some. I want women to be fucking some chickens too. Figure out how that yeah. works. Cause I mean, I want get to. some squirters. Get someone with like some nice goopiness. We could have like a like a in quotations like a cottage cheese like chicken, and it's just somebody with scissor that's chickens. Like, <laughs> that's that's like you know got like some real thick white discharge, right? That's, yeah, and they can crumble that on top of like a Gross. cottage cheese chicken salad. Well, I I just <laughs> ugh, God. you could um, technically call it, or we could have like a. Uh, is it is it would a salad be vegan if you did that if you got like some no. like super white discharge no chicken on it oh but you got some super white human no discharge and like curdled it a little well, bit we've and talked about that like salad. yeah is I mean presumably um, any kind of human like can what about what you just eating human's flesh is that, is that vegan because vegan? we already swallow their cum we you know like. Some people do pee and poop. Yeah, breast milk, whatever. Vomit, spit. It is kind of strange. We do eat humans humans a little. Yeah, kind of put our. We're not vegan. Some people are into toenails and boogers. So you could be vegetarian about humans, but not vegan. Nobody's really vegan unless you were like never breastfed and you've never like kind of consumed any. Even just like like skin flex, we're going to be consuming quite often. So, but yeah, no one's a vegan when it comes to humans. Just vegetarian, most of us. God, I really want to start a restaurant where the chickens get fucked now. Yeah, I mean, let's just start with a food truck, I guess. You know, <laughs> it'll just. I mean, we're working towards bigger operation, but yeah. right now it's just us fucking these chickens in this truck. We <laughs> just don't have too many employees yet. <laughs> it's so a little strangely. hard to keep help on hand because we are fucking chickens in front of them every other minute. <laughs> they got to do it too. We're gonna need help. You're just um, like, look, I can't, I've busted so many nuts tonight. I can't, my pussy's dry. My dick can't get hard. Yeah, we Sarah, have to this is on you. Fuck this shifts. chicken. Well, plus we need, um, you know, uh, a, uh, a dude dude and a trans dude and a, 
you know what I mean? Like I mean, we need at, multiple things because people might not want. Not at first. I think at first we got a lot. I think start we got to do like. And well, I think we should do it. I think we should do a do dude. Uh, cis lady and like a uh, trans woman or a trans man, one of the two. Yeah, like I think you, okay. I think you got to get trans women are easier for now to find. And plus, we've got you, so we can use that. Yeah. So, because some people are gonna want a uh, girl dick. Yeah, because I think because the honey butter, dude, the honey butter pre cum biscuits yeah. are gonna be pretty popular. And That's like, a good point. We have to. I think we need to start with like the base model. Like, all right, dude, like cis dude, cis lady. That's easy shit, mm-hmm. right? And Basically, like, what you're saying is. But there's we have not to a have huge a, market for trans dude <laughs> chickens. Not yet, but like, yeah, but we, it is growing. We need to have the trans lady in there just to have the queer element at first. Mm-hmm. That would be like, holy shit! Did oh, you can, hear oh, about you that? can have lesbian scissor chickens though. Yeah. So that's you know we got a little queer right there. Lesbian scissor chickens, and then that'll get people interested. Maybe we don't even do a, a cis cis or like a cis straight woman. You know, like a, yeah, a basic just bitch. Cis. We just do lesbian, trans chick, and gay dude. Yeah. <laughs> gay dude just. Yeah. Do we really want a straight dude jizzing in our chickens? No. 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 Nor do I want a straight lady's pussy juice. Yeah. That's kind of boring. No one really wants that. So yeah, exactly. We do gay dude, lesbian, trans <laughs> chick. <laughs> trans chick, we come honey butter biscuits. Actually, that's only three people. We should just have a trans dude in there to begin with because like four people to cover like a if food truck. We can truck, find one You know, who, seems reasonable yeah. throughout the course of the week. It's a lot of work. We'll have you a know, trans dude be hire some non-binary people to be like barbacks and yeah, barbacks. <laughs> food. Okay, I don't know. I'm just fucking. I don't <laughs> I'm just saying, don't barback. go chasing waterfalls. You know, let's stick with. <laughs> oh my god! What? If it, once we expand beyond like our initial food truck and restaurant, we do open a restaurant, we could have non-binary, non-binary barback barebacks, and you could bareback non-binary a non- bareback. They could Fine. you could bareback a non-binary barback. <laughs> 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 and they could also do that to the chickens. <laughs> these are these are instead of build a bear, it's a fucking chicken. Build a bear back. Build a build a chicken. Build your bear back experience. Build a bear back experience. <laughs> we have a a nightclub, a sex club. Build a bear back experience. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God we've done something about AIDS. <laughs> Gay men can go back to fucking each other with abandon like we all want them to. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Nicole. And we're the hosts of the comedy podcast, Dude, That's Fucked Up. Join us every Wednesday for an irreverent discussion on topics such as light cannibalism, a la the Donner Party, JFK's meth dependency, cryptid fanfic, and even pubes. It's available now on the Hoo Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Go to dtfupodcast.com for more information. You know what's not fucked up? This podcast, you butthole. Eee. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast.